There, I did it. I hit the R word. Oh. <laughs> Get uh. fucking tricked, you morons. These guys thought I was going to say the R slur. I thought we were going to race. <laughs> A Forza game, but they're trying to be edgy, so they call it Forza Race War. <laughs> <laughs> Could be that. It'd Could be, better. be that. They're not trying to be edgy. They just call it Forza Race War. <laughs> <and> <laughs> Pretty good. Pretty good. I told Danny this. I'm happy to inform Joey and all of the listeners that uh, Sopranos clips have hit the YouTube uh, short Sigma yeah. remi- <laughs> Sigma grind set uh, yeah. remixes. Very good, it's, very good. Peaky Blinders has had an unfair monopoly on the Sigma videos in the YouTube shorts. Which is a show I have not seen. Me either. But now I can understand the full context of Tony yelling at Richie April and then... <laughs> like 30 seconds of just him smoking cigars and looking into the camera <laughs> piggy blinders oh, is yeah. a great show it made my is dad uh my dad heard me listening to nick cave and he was like oh my god that's the peaky blinders song <laughs> I, had, oh, I guess their theme song is a fucking nick cave song Why? i just had no idea be my old man's a provo that was like a big thing to do at the time they like brian jonestown massacre do the bo- uh, boardwalk empire <laughs> that's songs. just that's, that's so because weird. steve buscemi is an unbeatable pimp even <laughs> if his show started to immediately suck shit after the second season when how how long was scorsese involved for what uh, probably gave his blessing for an episode. Yeah, probably. <laughs> <laughs> How long did they keep the title card for? The, the entire, entire time. Show. <laughs> yeah, of course. I, in my uh, beautiful, beautiful uh, ads on the internet, mm-hmm. I got an ad for a hat. A very ugly hat shaped weird, and it says, unvaccinated. <laughs> what is G fashion? G fashion is some, <laughs> I guess... Up and coming high fashion company. This is a four hundred ninety five dollar hat oh, that says man. unvaccinated. <laughs> oh man! It, and they have uh, this is like grailed. No, G Fashion is the company. G Fashion has a whole unvaccinated, uh, like <laughs> high fashion sort of streetwear line. I don't uh, pop Molly. <laughs> I rock G Fashion. There's probably a lot of overlap in those communities, to be fair. <laughs> nah, all the all the streetwear kids had to get the vaccine so they could wait in line at Supreme. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You have to show your vaccine proof to get into Supreme. Yeah. <laughs> you have to prove that you've had, like, seven boosters. <laughs> you have to be the most boosted yeah. individual in America. Wait in line for 36 hours and realize you left your vax card at home. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. But thankfully, if you want one of these unvaccinated hats, it seems nobody wants them. And you could <laughs> oh, go God. to, I'm not going to say where you can go because I'm not doing free ads, but no I'm free sure ads. you could find them. <laughs> We're famous for not doing free ads all no the time. No free ads. Pay us. Morbius director responds to critics hating his movie. Quote, I have a lot of self-hatred. <laughs> <laughs> oh, poor fucking guy. No, that's perfect. That guy can be the Democratic Steve Mnuchin. You don't like his movies, and he's like, well, maybe I'll just go fucking kill myself. How about that? You'd like that, wouldn't you? You'd all fucking like that. <laughs> did that come out, I guess? It did, yeah. To apparent rave reviews. Well, you know what else came out was the fact that Jared Leto is 50 years old. What? What the fuck? It makes sense, right? You figure fucking uh, Fight Club was like tw- 20 years ago. He's in Fight Club? Yeah, yeah. He's the... every And American Psycho. Every good Jared Leto role is him just getting brutally <laughs> smashed to death. 
<laughs> oh, that's right. He gets the shit. I remember that scene now. Yeah, yeah. Like, oh, right. That's Jared Leto. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, but I learned that Jared Leto is 50. And I was like, you know, I don't, I don't listen to 30 Seconds to Mars, but I figured he was probably in his, like, I, I don't know, early to mid-20s when he was in that band. You know, famous for trying to uh, allegedly fuck 15-year-olds when he's in that ba- No, he was in his 30s. I think he's still in that band. I didn't know that either. So I, I don't listen to them. Neither do I, but I, I, don't think, I don't think they announced a breakup or anything. Yeah. yeah, it's cool when your band has to go on hiatus so you can appear in, like, the vampire movie. <laughs> yeah. I googled Jared Leto just because I was so shocked that he was 50. Top stories, <laughs> Morbius. Jared Leto's method acting process included 45-minute bathroom breaks. <laughs> oh, wait. Mine, too. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Morbius director Daniel Espinoza confirms Jared Leto pretended to be disabled between shoots. <laughs> yes, that's what I was looking for. <laughs> yeah, Jared Leto is such a genius fucking actor. Just the strongest mind in Hollywood. <laughs> uh, in, apparently, he called it his artistic disability. <laughs> uh, apparently, Macron is currently holding a rally on his Minecraft server. <laughs> he has a Minecraft server? This is actually, this is not a shit post, and this really happened. They have France has an official Minecraft server. They had an AI Macron <laughs> doing his. He was doing a speech in real life, and you could also watch it in Minecraft. Fake fucking country official <laughs> Minecraft server <laughs> yeah, of France. Yeah. That's yeah. pretty. How do we play on it? Yeah. Well, you guys don't remember beast. that protest where they burnt half the police cars in the country because they wouldn't get a, a national <laughs> Minecraft server. <laughs> <laughs> Creeper has become the national animal of France. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, uh, uh, Jean-Luc Mélenchon should, uh, I don't know, burn down Macron's house. (laughs) Build a TNT cannon. Well, you you can't grief the French official Minecraft server or they'll just call you a Nazi. If you want to, if anyone from Lion Some New would like to learn how to grief professionally, (laughs) please contact Mover Death Squad. (laughs) Marie Le Pen's dad was in the uh, the Iron Golem, uh, <laughs> <laughs> you know, political party. I don't know. Uh, how about this? How about this uh, Craigslist listing? Female who wants to see Morbius in IMAX. Hello, may I introduce myself? My name is Liam, but you can call me Severin. A little bit about me is I have diverse interests and don't live a stereotype life. Do I have your attention now? I have two tickets to see Morbius at IMAX at 9.15 at Veranda Lux Cinema. My previous engagement dropped out at the last minute. Grr. But if thou wouldst like to see with me, please reply to this ad. No thick girls and no one taller than 5'6 need reply. No men, obviously. You will not get a response. Let's not waste our time. I'm waiting. <laughs> Hell yeah. Let's fucking go. You love to see it. Mm-hmm. Morbius, Morbius bringing out... 
the summer of love, baby. <laughs> if there are any ghoulish girls that would like to see the vampire film with if me. If there are any ghoulish 14-year-olds. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I guess it is a Craigslist listing. <laughs> yeah. I was, uh... I was strolling past my TV the other day, and what did sure. I see but uh, a commercial f- with uh, Mike Huckabee, credited as a 2016 presidential candidate. Um, <laughs> I forgot about that. S- uh, stumping for some sort of uh, like sleep pill called Relaxium. <laughs> <laughs> the opium crisis is over in America. We're into a eugenics crisis. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Just fully, and he's just like, I take Relaxium, it works. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. Speaking of uh, the opiate crisis, do you guys see this new J.D. Vance uh, ad that he's running in Ohio? Where he, wasn't he like, my, my bitch mom was addicted to opioids because <laughs> of Mexico or something? <laughs> well, he says, well, let, let, let's play it a little bit. Are you a racist? Do you hate Mexicans? <laughs> the media calls us racist for wanting to build Trump's wall. <laughs> They censor us, but it doesn't change the truth. Joe Biden's open border is killing Ohioans, with more illegal drugs and more Democrat voters pouring into this country. (laughs) This issue is personal. I nearly lost my mother to the poison coming across our border. No child should grow up an orphan. I'm J.D. Vance, and I approve this message because whatever they call us, we will put America first. Are you a I like who's they? <laughs> you hate Mexicans. <laughs> yeah, uh, Ted Cruz endorsed Mandel. Uh, good luck, Vance. That was good your luck. entire fucking yeah. pitch. At the end, there's a little, uh, you know, there's like a splash logo that says JD Vance, conservative outsider. And it's like, dude, you cannot let go of the fucking outsider thing. You work for Peter Thiel, motherfucker. And he's coming to collect a fucking blood debt when you don't get elected. (laughs) Yeah. Poison flowing across our border. Flowing across, by the way, like, what, 15 states to get from, what, Texas (laughs) to fucking Ohio? (laughs) Ohio has a sea border with Canada. (laughs) Yeah, obviously. Poison flowing across our border from Justin Hitler Trudeau, (laughs) son of Castro. Yeah, well, people made the point on Twitter that, uh, you know, the drugs that she was hooked on were made in an American pharmaceutical lab completely legally. And what did he have to say about that? Oh, well, you know. J.D. Vance has not addressed the claims. <laughs> uh, Joe Biden uh, did a good bit uh, did he? a day or two ago. He was talking about, I guess, like uh, a trucker strike, and he wanted to see what was up when mm. he was a senator back in the day. Oh. And he, he told a story about the only woman trucker he ever knew. <laughs> I was once a lot lizard, Mac. <laughs> <laughs> I roamed this great country of ours from truck stop to truck stop. I used to turn boys into Swiss cheese all the way from West Virginia. Here he is. Years later, when I was a young senator, I was a, there was a guy who uh, ran steel from Deemer Steel out to Ohio. And uh, so I decided to ride out with him to see what it was like in the strike. And I was driving, going through Shiloh, Ohio. And... Uh, and he he was his handle was Big Ten, and remember everybody all the truck stops were being blockaded at the time during the strike, and he uh, he called he said Big Ten wanting to come in I forget exactly how he said it, and the and the only woman truck driver I ever knew I met that day, she said this is Big Mama no room, <laughs> <laughs> swear to God true story, it. swear to God he said he said. 
I've got a United States senator driving my truck. She said, I got the damn president in mind, so what? I'll never forget that. I was a very powerful yeah, so guy. Anyway. had a, a nice little moment there. Twitter was like, he thinks he is in Pee Wee's Playhouse. He is confusing this with Large Marge, which uh, I didn't appreciate all the Large Marge gifts, which did terrify me as a child. <laughs> I sure didn't want to run into Large Marge. Then, but now, if you are a woman named Large Marge, please seek out Matt. <laughs> uh, Trump tells gays for Trump supporter they quote don't look gay at fundraiser. <laughs> <laughs> you would know my gaydar is very high. Yeah, that's that's so classic. I love Donald Trump. All gay men look like uh, the steel mill scene from The Simpsons <laughs> to him. That's what he expects. Yeah. Trump has a very unrealistic view of gay people because of what he sees in gay porn. <laughs> Amazon's got a union. That was cool, right, right, fellas? Oh, yeah, yeah. They unionized a couple of warehouses out in Long Island, Staten right? Island, Hell, yeah. Yeah, very cool, very cool. Yeah. Uh, and also, in other unionization news, do you hear what Starbucks just did? Uh, they said they're going to go into NFTs to prevent further <laughs> unionization. Yeah. was the last thing I saw. Thank God they made Howard Schultz their CEO again. <laughs> yeah, and thank God NFTs won't work for that either. <laughs> well, uh, what what else um, Amazon is also doing now to combat the you know the union tide? They've in their like you know company work chat app or whatever where you can talk to your uh, coworkers. They've uh, added a, a a list of words that are not allowed anymore, folks. They're impending our free speech, uh, featuring such fa- phrases as pay raise. Uh, union. Uh, this is concerning. <laughs> <laughs> Grievance. Injustice. Ethics. Fairness. <laughs> living wage. Slave. Slave labor. <laughs> Restrooms. So. <laughs> it is. Restrooms. <laughs> it is against the rules to ask where the bathroom is. Yeah, and I, that's about less than half of the phrases that they uh, recently banned, folks. I and I love how all their uh, like they they'll run the. The yeah, Amazon, you can piss like snarky <laughs> shit once in a while. Yeah, yeah but they it's had, like they, you can't. They had to start running ads that are. Uh, it's like I I work at Amazon. I love it. I make you know fifteen dollars an hour, and I'm allowed to go to the bathroom whenever I want. <laughs> I take multiple bathroom breaks every day, and I love it. <laughs> I love taking bathroom breaks. My through my bathroom breaks are quick and efficient. But <laughs> this is good. Hopefully, more unionized Amazon warehouses. Mm-hmm. Hopefully the workers, uh, I'm sure they will figure out they can move to another app. <laughs> Son just texted that his teacher asked everyone in class with a parent who has a PhD to raise their hands. I told him this is an old Khmer Rouge trick and not to fall for it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's a that's a real thing that some fucking idiot <laughs> tweeted the other day. Well. Best not get sent to the killing fields. Mm-hmm. And uh, I guess, you know, we might as well uh, close, it, close it out here with um, Elon Musk now is uh, the new Jack Dorsey. Does he also have to starve himself for most of the day and, like, walk to work and shit? <laughs> yeah. yeah, there should be terms to owning that many Twitter shares where it's like you're not allowed to go to the doctor anymore. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Stuff like that. Uh, very cool, very cool. He's making polls, like, should there be an edit button? And he's going to make it 
uh, against the law to what? post that picture of him and Ghislaine. <laughs> for sure, okay, for sure that's going to happen. An edit button? Yeah. Well, that's revisionist. He that's wa- <laughs> revisionist fucking garbage. He wants to make Twitter more like Reddit because he's a fucking moron. Uh, and uh, why doesn't he buy Reddit too? That's the thing. He has so much money because of like the artificial inflation of Tesla stock and everything. And the United States, he can States just government. buy any of these like fledgling yeah. social companies with like hundreds point. of millions of dollars tax tax money. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like we kind of just bought shares in in uh, Twitter, but uh, I also saw that. Um, whatever his financial advisor or something was like oh and by the way this is just like a very small amount of his money and you shouldn't rule out a complete uh takeover yeah he, he, he might buy all of he it. literally has enough yeah. discretionary money to do something like that yeah so that was that was like the elon musk camp statement after buying the ruling share in twitter and people are of course you know when i was looking for articles for this episode it was every single conservative website was like good news patriots elon musk just bought twitter <laughs> and i mean he did literally just get added to the board of directors like this morning too. yeah yeah he'll and reinstate our beautiful president that's that's the one thing, Joe, you were talking about this earlier. If he unbans Donald Trump, first of all, I'm fully in support of him being on the Twitter board. <laughs> yes. <laughs> but it's also... Oh, they were always going to fucking unban Donald Trump exactly. into the next election, but now he gets extra epic points. Yeah, yeah, And they yeah. get cover, like, oh no, the epic bacon exactly. guy bought the company. They were always going... Because they never... They didn't, like... Well, I guess they did permanently ban him, but I remember originally it was like, you know, it's a temporary ban. They always had to eventually let him back on. Here's a, here's an idea. This, whoever the sitting president is at the time should get to be on the board of Twitter. Uh, <laughs> and once their term is up, they should get to do like succession style antics to stay on the board of Twitter <laughs> if uh, they so choose. Yeah. Oh, that would be great, like, from term to term. Like, it goes from, like, the ads on the Palmer Report, which is, like, <laughs> our values are under attack. Donate to the January 6th committee. <laughs> uh, to the conservative, like, our values are under attack. Please click here to shoot a Muslim. <laughs> <laughs> and Twitter ads just fluctuate between the two. Yeah, and dildos. Beautiful. Forever, back and forth. Yeah, forever. and algorithmically generated dildos. Yeah. Everyone needs something to sit on. <laughs> hey, what about Truth Social? Can we have an update on that? I saw that Nothing. two executives quit. Oh, really? <laughs> <laughs> well, since they're not going to do it, I guess. Let me, Where are we in line? Yeah, let me refresh our position in line real quick. Uh, can you guess the number here, folks? 459,908. Uh, don't worry though, they do still love us. It's like that fucking song, like four hundred fifty-nine thousand nine hundred eight. How many patriots <laughs> before I could post? <laughs> well, yeah, honestly, like especially with Elon becoming um, the new Twitter poster boy or whatever, <laughs> poster general, yeah, poster in chief, and whatever general. he's insisting that they call yeah. him and flag his account as. He'll be like, you can migrate your Truth Social account to Twitter. <laughs> yeah, every Elon Musk, Musk uh, tweet is going to be designated based uh, based affiliated material. And uh, I think uh, that's a good place to uh, start out here. Welcome back to Boomer Death Squad, the number one podcast on the Mike Love left. I am your host, Jopra. <laughs> Jopra. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
What the fuck is Oprah's friend's name? I don't know, Dr. Oz. <laughs> Oprah? <laughs> I was trying to figure out how to combine the two, and I was like, yeah, this works. Uh, I am... Uh, this sucks. I'm Oprah's, I'm Oprah's friend, Danny. <laughs> <laughs> Danny and Gail. Da- Danny Oz, the number one Turk destined for the Senate in Pennsylvania. <laughs> mm-hmm. And I'm the the lone patriot retaking the Beach Boys for Brian Wilson. <laughs> You're going to go somewhere else with that re for a second. <laughs> Matt only knows what I'd do without you. We have a wonderful show for you folks this mm-hmm. week. We're opening up in the Palmer Report. That's right. Uh, we did a lot of conservative shit last week, if I recall correctly. So we got to punch across the aisle. <laughs> Let's see what the loony the number one purple to. podcast. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so we are going to start out here. With uh, returning uh, author Boca Blue here in uh, the Palmer Report, this is just embarrassing for Donald Trump Jr. <laughs> <laughs> Everything that's ever happened to him in his life yeah, is I, embarrassing. Yeah, seriously, that chin? Oh. All L's. All <laughs> L's for Donald Trump Jr. Yeah. All right, so uh, Boca, <laughs> Boca starts out here. I want to tell you a story. This story is about a boy. <laughs> This boy frequently speaks into the void. Why is this opening like, <laughs> like any shonen anime? He speaks into... This is a story of a boy who speaks into the void. Yeah. Uh, he doesn't have much, if anything, going for him. And somewhere deep inside, I believe he must know that. No, he's definitely not wearing it on his face at every moment of the day. Yeah. Uh, it's defeat. <laughs> he would never admit it, though. You see... This boy, this waste of space, this slippery tongue, unwelled vortex, is the son of an insurrectionist. <laughs> <laughs> that is definitely what Democrats go for to beat Trump in 2024, and that's why he's going to win every single yeah. state. Yeah, yeah, I'm going to vote for him. It's <laughs> <laughs> already won Matt's vote, folks. Uh, he is Donald Trump Jr., Junior likely has never had a deep thought in his life. He has likely never marveled at the beauty of our lands. (laughs) So true. (laughs) Yeah, this motherfucker's not even marveling right now. He has no sense of wonder nor awe at the beauty of our lands. Yeah. Uh, he the is a- redwood forest, the Gulf Stream waters. Is that what it is? Yeah. (laughs) He's seen none of it. Yeah. He's seen zero amber waves of grain. He has almost certainly never caught his breath in awe of the magnificence of our animal friends. <laughs> so I, I love loving animals and living in America. <laughs> A place where animals, good things happen yeah. to them every day in yeah. factories all across this great nation. Yeah, oh, yeah I yeah. live in Manhattan and make $300,000 a year writing op-eds. It's, I love animals. I think... I think uh, Trump Jr. Uh, trophy hunts, which is bad, but it's uh, it's funny to imagine. Uh, he has no sense of awe when he's like about to like shoot a zebra. He's <laughs> yeah. still just completely just like dead eyed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He just he's feels pissed. nothing. He's on his phone. <laughs> he's like, it's hot out. He's not here. even looking at the zebra. <laughs> he knows he, he has, has to a, kill the zebra. He has like a fucking gunman shoot the zebra for him. <laughs> uh, he'd rather hunt and murder them than uh, marvel at their luminous existence. That was a good call, man. <laughs> no, Junior has not walked in the winds of nature. <laughs> <laughs> this is fucking... This is a whimsical uh, diss right here. Yeah. 
fuckers this person thinks too. Elizabeth Warren can summon hawks with a <laughs> song. <laughs> you haven't felt the vibes of America coursing through your red, white, and blue veins. <laughs> he has not walked in the winds of nature, never smelled the sea-soaked air and felt jubilation, never, <laughs> never looked at a dolphin and wanted to kiss it. I'm be, <laughs> I've never wanted to fuck a dolphin in my life. I'm just going to go no. ahead and put that on the record here. Boca I, Blue, on the other hand. I saw dolphins like in the wild once, and first I thought they were sharks. <laughs> but once I realized, I didn't want to kiss them. This is great. It's just like, your enemies aren't human. They don't enjoy the sun. Uh, they're scared <laughs> yeah. of the sea. They don't they, like they, to they, go on vacation. Yeah, they, they must be crushed like bugs. They're Draculas. <laughs> yeah, they are Draculas. They don't eat. Uh, he's never he's never taken a good shit after a delicious meal. <laughs> Uh, he has no idea the pleasures of a perfect wiping of your asshole. <laughs> he's never, he's, he's never, uh, that's gross. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, <laughs> uh, so he's never, you know, looked at a dolphin and wanted to kiss it. He knows only darkness <laughs> in the thing that would be his soul. And this might be why Junior has just recently, as many charmingly say, gone loco. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he, he's no holds back conservative now. He's not just like mm -hmm. Charlie Kirk's friend. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I forgot about Charlie Kirk. <laughs> uh, Junior and his videos go together like cats and playfulness. The, fuck you. Cats, cats are awesome. They go together and uh, they go together and float together and hate together. Yeah, she did, was she just like I love all animals under except this, cats. the beautiful moon, <laughs> and then she, and now she's like fuck <laughs> cats, I hate them. Yeah. Uh, Junior has recorded yet another tainted video. <laughs> <laughs> tainted video. Whoa. Yeah. <laughs> time uh, I feel I've got a post. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty good, pretty good. In it, he rages and steams and hates on Judge <laughs> Kentaji Brown Jackson, and he insinuates she has mental health issues. <laughs> it's so cool how just, like, everybody does that. Like, anybody they don't like, they're like, yeah, they have, like, this specific mental health issue, I'm pretty sure. Like, they, <laughs> everybody's diagnosing everybody. <laughs> the, Donald J. Trump Jr. has goddamn BPD. He's like, I think she has trauma. <laughs> Uh, quote, Kentaji Brown Jackson probably needs some help. Not a position of power. And uh, this is the last paragraph here. Oh, Junior, Junior, can you not see the truth? It is evident that Donald Trump Jr. is the one needing help, and we can give it to him. These videos are toxic for this country. Yeah, There's fuck you. You're the real addict. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, these videos are toxic for this country. They're symbols of hate. They are misleading. Symbols of hate. Yep. Uh, and now we've got a couple uh, ads on the Palmer Report. Um, trucking insurance shop. <laughs> Get quote. Uh, and then we've got some, some classic fishing t-shirts. I rescue fish from water and beer from bottles. Boom. This is on a model with an epic beard and sick. Uh, he's got an epic, you know, salt and pepper beard and uh, some, some sweet tattoo sleeves. <laughs> uh, this one is a, a missed phone call. It's too blurry, but it's something about fishing. Sorry I missed it. I was catching fish or something so I th like that. <laughs> so I think what's happening here is we visit uh, Wayne Dupree so often that we're just getting conservative targeted ads. <laughs> yeah. 
<laughs> yeah, exactly. This is as conservative as they'll go on the Palmer Report. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. Like, do you like to fish? <laughs> <laughs> and also delivery in as little as one hour from Walgreens. Um, and the last one here, earwax causes hearing loss and memory loss. Use this clever method to extract earwax. Memory <laughs> loss? <laughs> Yo, bro, is that true? Your brain is getting <laughs> trapped in the wax. <laughs> I also like how these disgusting earwax, it's either yeah. this person has the dirtiest ears of all time, or these are just Q-tips covered in dab. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It, it, this is a very disgusting fucking picture. It's an ad for QGrips.com. <laughs> uh, I'd just like to also say the Q-tip propaganda. Don't believe the doctors out there. Uh, you should clean your ears with Q-tips. Uh, okay. It's good. Sure. This is We're an alternative news site. <laughs> <laughs> we're going to get that like medical inf- disinformation tag, but because of Matt's Q-tip Do you think position, we have it? <laughs> I hope so. I, dude, I got to find out. <laughs> Our values are under attack pretty regularly. <laughs> on this show. Yeah. That's so beast. I hope so. We're staying in the Palmer Report for this next one, folks. We are, yes. Uh, and we're also staying within the Trump dynasty. Uh, Trump Trump family, might, might I say. I think these are the only articles that are on the Palmer Report. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, but we're not going back to Boca Blue. Uh, we're going to, turns out Donald Trump stole money from the military, too. <laughs> Critical support. <laughs> yeah. Uh, this is by uh, Ron Leshnauer. Uh, in the Palmer Report. The F-35, it's a very bad plane. It's killing our <laughs> troops. We got we to gotta stop making them. Yeah. Donald Trump invented a plane and made them spend millions of dollars. <laughs> it's to like build it. it's like when Homer builds yeah. the car. Yeah, exactly, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> All the things he would want in a plane. <laughs> it's gold. Yeah, exactly. Oh uh, hell yeah! Uh, All right, so Ron starts out here. The Defense Department explains on its website that, quote, your military is an all-volunteer force that serves to protect our security and way of life. The U.S. Constitution. Yep. <laughs> <I'm>, wait, <laughs> my no, military? No, no disagreements there. <laughs> Going on. <laughs> the U.S. Constitution, in Article 2, Section 2, Clause 1, establishes that the president shall be commander-in-chief of the military. Although the president's precise role has been debated, it should be obvious that it's not to bilk the military for personal gain. George Washington would disagree with you. <laughs> I like that so far. This is like Donald Trump was just like listing surplus on Craigslist for sale. <laughs> He's like, I have some planes, I have some mm-hmm. coats. Uh, apparently, it's not so obvious to the former guy, as newly released government documents reveal that Donald Trump did just that. Former guy, once and future king to you. <laughs> once and future guy. Yeah, God least... Emperor. <laughs> did they put uh, the TM after the former guy? <laughs> no, unfortunately not. They stopped doing that, I guess. <laughs> uh, over two years ago, the Washington Post requested documents from the U.S. military showing what it spent on Trump. This week, the Post finally received a package of 237 pages of documents detailing Trump expenditures through early 2020. As with most, th- most things Trump, the revelations are both shocking and pretty much as expected. <laughs> <laughs> They're both shocking, and I knew it all along. Yeah. I'm, I'm both surpri- surprised and not surprised. <laughs> what is going on, folks? <laughs> What's happening? <laughs> I- I'm both smart and a moron. <laughs> 
Fellas, can I report? We do have the learn about COVID-19 tag on our uh, Spotify. Oh, no. (laughs) (laughs) Episode 80, Year of the Rat, has been flagged for disinformation, apparently. Wow. Which one of you fucking snitches? (laughs) That's so cool. Uh, Be aware, listeners, we are coming to your house. (laughs) Moving on. Oh, here's another one. (laughs) Oh, good lord. (laughs) The World Cucked Web. (laughs) And another... Okay, that one probably deserved it. (laughs) And another... And another... And another... I think once you get it, you just got it. Yeah, Yeah, that's fine. It's like herpes. We're not not looking for people who believe in COVID to listen to this show. (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) This shit's gone. It's all about Ukraine now. Uh, anyway, uh, <laughs> over Trump's first three years in office, the military forked over nearly $150,000 to various Trump properties. That's a lot less than I thought it'd be. I know. Be. <laughs> That's what I thought the first time I read this, too. Yeah, it was like a hundred grand. Over four years? Okay. I mean, you, I guess. You just think he'd be better at it. Yeah, exactly, exactly. I, I kind of lost Yeah, a you're telling me that he didn't make a million dollars doing this? <laughs> well, uh, the, effect, uh, the effect was that government spending became a stable source of income, especially as some of these properties struggled during the coronavirus. Like a stable source of income for like a middle-class family in New Jersey. <laughs> yeah, no, exactly. Uh, the fig- <laughs> so it is, you know, it is only one hundred fifty thousand dollars, but this figure is on top of the more than one point one million dollars Trump charged the Secret Service. Okay, that's the one I knew because he <laughs> yeah. was like, "You guys also have to rent like ambassador suites <laughs> yeah. surrounding my penthouse." Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that is hilarious. We've read about that, and yeah. that's why I was excited to see that they're uncovering more scams that he was pulling. Hey, better than him than the Iron Dome, right? Yeah, no, that's what I was gonna say. He he stole enough money that's like, you know, Israel didn't get one. Million. And robbing the Secret Service as the president it might be the funniest thing you can do. <laughs> yeah. Just going up to your bodyguards and being like, hey, let me hold five dollars. <laughs> like, <laughs> fucking awesome, man. Uh, <laughs> training your pickpocket skill on them because yeah, yeah. they can't attack you. <laughs> exactly. He's got 99 sneak. <laughs> I'm exploiting the game mechanics. I didn't finish the Thieves Guild questline. I have the pick. It never breaks. <laughs> He's finally going to pass the speech checks at the debate this year. Children, it's a very good sword. <laughs> the documents included invoices for lodging at Trump's Bedminster, Bedminster Golf Club, Mar-a-Lago, his Las Vegas hotel, and his Dune Bag Ireland golf <laughs> resort. Despite Eric Trump claiming in 2019, quote, if my father travels, they stay at our properties for free, <laughs> which is so awesome because it's like... <laughs> it's just not true. It's just not true. <laughs> yeah, I love Eric. <laughs> I wish I wish we got more articles about Eric because he's so much dumber than Don Jr. And he's the one they kind of put in charge of the company. <laughs> yeah. He's the attic boy. <laughs> yeah. Uh, the military sometimes paid far more than federal officials are normally allowed for government travel. For example, the military paid $700 per night at the Bedminster bringing up more than $30,000 in just May and June of 2017. I love the idea that we're just normally making these people stay in Motel 6 or whatever. (laughs) Yeah. Good. (laughs) Yeah, it's just the motel from season two of Fargo. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, And aside, Eric Trump news. uh, Glad glad I found this. Uh, Three weeks ago in Newsweek, Eric Trump claims no homeless in Florida despite third highest level in U.S. Ooh. <laughs> what and, a uh, that was the most recent uh, Eric Trump news. <laughs> All right. Uh, well, let's finish this article up here. 
America deserves better than a president who uses the government as his piggy bank and looks at brave men and women risking their lives for this country only to see dollar signs. Well, well <laughs> <laughs> that's yeah, that, good luck, buddy. That's rich. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, Joe Biden doesn't use America as his piggy bank. He uses, you know, the Afghan National Trust and, <laughs> and uh, Ukraine. Yeah. <laughs> um, uh, fortunately, the 2020 election put Joe Biden in the White House and turned both chambers of Congress blue. Yeah, that, that really worked out well. Uh, we must now focus on getting out the vote in November's midterms so that a new blue wave can flush Trumpism down the toilet. <laughs> yeah, man, another blue wave. That's what's going to happen. Mm-hmm. If we just keep voting, he'll get really discouraged and just go away. Uh, yeah, <laughs> become, we'll get so powerful with three more <laughs> House seats, you have no fucking idea. <laughs> All right, uh, and... Now, you know, I was a little bit tired of reading liberal websites, folks. Um, They're trash. We're punching back across the aisle. Punch it all the way back across the aisle. Uh, We've got... All the way? Yeah, (laughs) this is the Kamehameha of reason, folks. Let's get into it. It's also why I called myself Joe Pra. (laughs) Okay. Oh, book club, I get it. Uh, that's right. We've got Chopra. we've got the top five Ben Shapiro books you should read. Uh, this is by conservativebookclub.com. A prolific author. Yeah. Website I will be returning to. <laughs> People have been, you know, asking Boomer Death Squad, we want book lists. Give us the books that you guys read. Well, here we go. We've got them for you right here. This first sentence is really strong. Ben Shapiro is too cool for school. <laughs> Boom. <laughs> Uh, His books and speeches are so powerful that the left can't take it, which is why schools like Berkeley have banned him from campus. But they... But they spelled it Berkeley. <laughs> yeah, they did spell it wrong. Uh, in some cases, multiple times. PC yeah. culture is out of control. Ben Shapiro was banned from the fancy flute school. <laughs> yeah. School you go to if you play the oboe really good. <laughs> well, I mean, the reality of why you why you was banned <laughs> from like college campuses because fucking all the students who hated him and thought he was a moron would go and yell at him, and then he would cry and be. Yeah, they uh, outnumber the kids wearing suits. Yeah, and went ex- to see exactly. Him. <laughs> and he would be ushered out by like you know bodyguards armed to the teeth. Who he would then and the rob <laughs> in a Donald Trump esque fashion. Uh. We want everyone to appreciate Shapiro's wit and writing, which is why we've compiled our top five Ben Shapiro books, from liberal brainwashing to novels. Ben's covered it all. (laughs) (laughs) He's covered novels? Yeah, they buy a book list from Ben Shapiro. That's (laughs) one of the books. Yeah. (laughs) The top five books of mine that you should read. (laughs) By Ben Shapiro. Don't be dick. It's about not being gay. (laughs) (laughs) It's about liking whales, wanting they, to kill them. They can't sell it in Florida. It's, it's called Don't Be Gay. They're not allowed to sell it. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, number five, primetime propaganda. The true Hollywood story of how the left took over your TV. <laughs> how did TV go from showing us wholesome entertainment to showing us salacious, radical left-wing propaganda? Wholesome entertainment. Yeah. That's what the TV's for. Yeah, wholesome entertainment. I guess like Gunsmoke or, uh, I don't know, Gossip Girl. And now we've got the left-wing propaganda of SpongeBob. uh, Yeah, what's this guy mad about? Like The Simpsons? Yeah, Ed, Ed, and Eddie. (laughs) Rules. Does, does SpongeBob own his house? Does he pay rent? Who does he pay rent to? Why are it's there me. no landlords? I'm Ben Shapiro. I'm SpongeBob's landlord. 
Uh, in primetime propaganda, Ben Shapiro tells us the shocking true story of how Hollywood fell under the thrall of the left and began selling left-wing messages to you and your children. It's just hell, Caesar, but unironically. <laughs> yeah, but it worked. Yeah, yeah. Bikini Bottom is a social society. It would be underwater, <laughs> quite literally. Quite literally. If we were a social society, we'd be underwater. <laughs> That's so true. We ain't gonna see no dames. <laughs> <laughs> no dames. I don't want to see any dames. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty good. Uh, similar to what Bernard Goldberg's bias in the booth and a slobbering love affair did for the liberal news machine, what? <laughs> Shapiro's primetime propaganda is an, is an essential expose of corrupting media bias, pulling back the curtain on, Hollywood, uh, on Hollywood's unrepentant abuses and excesses. Uh, does it? <laughs> <laughs> is that what he gets into in this book? Hollywood's uh, unrepentant abuses? They don't let Ben Shapiro on the island. He has to go to a lesser island nearby. <laughs> he goes to the kid's island. <laughs> you got to sit at the kid's island, buddy. Sorry, you're a little bit too short. Uh, Kevin Spacey didn't want me. I tried once. <laughs> he wanted my brother. Uh, number four, we have Brainwashed. How universities indoctrinate America's youth. Your son went to college, and that's why he thinks you're gay. <laughs> <laughs> that's why he thinks you're a moron now. Uh, parents across America look to our universities as places of learning and as a ladder step to middle class prosperity. <laughs> what they get, Ben Shapiro argues, is much different and far worse. America's colleges are brainwashing centers, flooding young minds with liberal propaganda and liberal propaganda alone. Whenever I'm in fucking calculus too, my number yeah. one thought is... This is liberal propaganda, <laughs> and not, I am going to hang myself. Yeah, yeah. Like, uh. A college student at the time, Shapiro examined this crisis from first-hand experience to show how all levels of our universities, professors, administrators, and student media, march in step with the liberal agenda. March in step? Ben... You're just fucking annoying, man. N nobody likes you for the same reason that nobody liked you in school. And yeah, no one learns anything in college. That is the one conservative thing that's, like, basically true. Yeah. So they're not learning this either. They just think you're gay and annoying because you're gay and annoying. <laughs> it, it would be There's so No amount great. of legislation that will save you. <laughs> okay. I, want, I want a paragraph about Ben Shapiro in college like Obama's where he was like, I, I, w I would put it on for different girls. <laughs> I yeah. would... I want to. I want to read about Ben Shapiro's goth face. Fatigues for the Randy Weaver uh, right wingers. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. For the Ruby Ridge truthers. Yeah, I need to hear Ben Shapiro talk about getting rejected by ethereal bisexuals to bridge the <laughs> divide. <Yeah. laughs> uh, so we have some praise for brainwashed. Some uh, some quotes, I guess, on the back cover. <clears throat> Quote, Ben Shapiro's writing is smart, informative, and incisive. He is wise beyond his years without losing the refreshing fearfulness, fearlessness of youth. <laughs> fearfulness of youth. <laughs> <laughs> the refreshing fearfulness and shame <laughs> that Ben Shapiro represents. That's two things conservatives are really looking for. <laughs> uh, this, is by, uh, this is a quote by Ann Coulter, best-selling author of High Crimes and Misdemeanors, Slander and Treason. You know, what January 6th really did that conservatives cannot stand is it let liberals take, like, these words away from them, which used to be their favorite words. Right. Yeah, you're right. <laughs> right. They're like, we need to... I mean, who even were they... they would uh... say, like, Obama's committing treason by being Muslim or whatever. <laughs> oh, yeah, no, no, no. I had a, a total a total brain fart, and uh, things got flipped around in my head. Now it's Trump is committing treason for being... Uh, bringing Muslim. the Christ... Putting the Christ back in Christmas. <laughs> 
Uh, next quote we have, Welcome to PC 101. In this trenchant insider's expose, Ben Shapiro bears witness to the modern American campus freak show. <laughs> I'm 37. I'm going back to college. <laughs> uh, you'll get up. You'll get up close and personal with the Marxist loons, moral relativists, <laughs> multicultural zealots, and American <laughs> haters who are corrupting young minds. <laughs> A multicultural zealot. They stand for whatever and enforce it. <laughs> cool. Yep. Uh, brainwashed reveals the uh, the ignominious lows to which higher education has sunk. Get deprogrammed by this book. Uh, this is a quote by Michelle Malkin, a nationally syndicated columnist and author of Invasion. I wonder what that's about. <laughs> yeah, I, I have no idea. Maybe uh, let so one of the listeners do a book report for us and tell <laughs> it, us what it's about. Uh, next quote, a worthy successor to God and men at Yale <laughs> and Harvard hates America in exploring the belly of the academic beast. <laughs> this is David Horowitz. <laughs> yeah. Uh, founder of Students for Academic Freedom and author of Radical Sun and Left Illusions. Radical Students Sun. for Academic Freedom. I love the idea of being in college and joining a group called something like this. <laughs> yeah. Trying to get like free points or whatever or think it looks good on your resume. <laughs> uh, the br- FBI is just constantly calling you for the rest <laughs> of your life being like, hey, you want to do a little shooting? <laughs> yeah. uh, and the last uh, quote here, what Animal House did for the toga party, Brainwashed should do for the American resistance to campus radicalism. <laughs> this is a quote by Rusty Humphreys, <laughs> nationally syndicated radio talk show host. How do we get this now? show nationally syndicated? <laughs> is he one of the ones who died from like uh, being brave and not getting the vaccine Probably, or whatever? Yeah. <laughs> Rusty Humphreys. This sounds like the guy in uh... albums, Bomb Iraq. <laughs> It sounds like the guy who records the soggy bottom boys and that. <laughs> yeah, the blind if you guy. sing real good, I'll give you a nickel. <laughs> <laughs> he looks uh, kind of like a sex doll of an old man would. Ew. Yeah. <laughs> cool. Um, uh, number three, true allegiance. Ill- illegal immigration on the border. Race riots in the cities. Armed militias and a looming terrorist threat. In the near and very possible future of true allegiance, America is coming apart at the seams. With the country run by a legacy-obsessed, arrogant President Brett Hawthorne, (laughs) (laughs) the liberal foil, I guess, to Madison. Brett Hawthorne was my bully in school. (laughs) Yeah, my liberal bully. The youngest general, uh, the youngest general in history, <laughs> trapped behind enemy lines in Afghanistan, is America's only hope. Can he get home and stop the collapse? <laughs> hey, I'll tell you what; those enemy lines—that's just called the border of Afghanistan now, baby. Yeah. <laughs> uh, true allegiance is Shapiro's first first foray into fiction, and his combination of real issues and great writing marks his spot in the thriller fiction pantheon. <laughs> A pantheon of the gods featuring Ben Shapiro. Yeah, yeah you know, because everyone, when they're going to buy some thriller fiction, they're going, <laughs> they're going Ben Shapiro first. Uh, so it has True Allegiance. I checked it out. It has a two point seven out of five on Goodreads. <laughs> it's honestly better than I expected. It kind of was, yeah. Um. But I, I mean, out of the people that would read a Ben Shapiro yeah, book, okay, yeah, yeah, <laughs> uh, 
that's really speaking to his prose, folks. Uh, I have an overview of it um, from the. Uh, this is from the author of The Right Side of History. <laughs> New York Times best-selling author Ben Shapiro's breakneck thriller asks how close are we to our country's collapse, and will we be able to stop it once it begins? America is coming apart. An illegal immigration crisis has broken out along America's southern border. There are race riots in Detroit. <laughs> <laughs> when was this written? <laughs> I think like probably 2016 or something like that. Uh, a fiery female rancher turned militia leader has vowed revenge on the president for his arrogant policies. <laughs> wait, did, wait, is this is this the plot of a book or yes. describe? Oh, I thought they were describing like happenings. I was like, what? <laughs> no, this is this is Ben Shapiro's fan fiction. Oh, okay, <laughs> makes more sense. And the world's most notorious terrorist is planning a massive attack that could destroy the United States as we know it. Meanwhile, the president is too consumed by legacy-seeking to see our country's deep peril. These are such <laughs> clear relics of the Obama era. Oh, yeah. Where the number one thing the president is doing is, like, polishing pictures of himself. Yeah, yeah. And saying <laughs> yeah. how pretty he is or whatever. There's also an era suit. when conservatives pretended to read books. <laughs> Which is over, and that's why he doesn't write books anymore. <laughs> They'd buy him and stack him up at least. <laughs> Look at my Ben Shapiro books. Uh, New York Times best-selling author. Yeah, how do you think he swung that? <laughs> <laughs> we should become New York Times best-selling authors. It can't I think be we that could. hard. Yeah, I think yeah. we could. Uh, number two, porn generation. <laughs> how social liberalism is corrupting our future. <laughs> I can't stop beating off. I can't stop beating off. I can't stop beating off. <laughs> Red Rocket, Red Rocket. Yeah. This is a Red Rocket. Uh, pornography, it's everywhere. <laughs> <laughs> Although American society grows increasingly accepting of this state of affairs, porn is unmistakably dangerous. It presents a warped image of sex and self-satisfaction that ridicules the values of faith and family, uh, mangling the most sacred ideals of matrimony. <laughs> And it's like, yeah, Ben Shapiro is terrified of porn because women's pussies aren't supposed to get like wet. My penis is in a cage. <laughs> <laughs> my penis is a cage. Uh, I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna go to bat for uh, porn here. No. Uh, but uh, is it really everywhere? Uh, yes. <laughs> is it everywhere? It's everywhere. <laughs> We're the porn generation. In Porn Generation, Ben Shapiro explains why exploring the seedy abyss of moral relativism and degraded casual sex to look at the hearts of a lost generation of American porn addicts. And the cure is God and the Republican Party. Yeah. <laughs> uh, this is, I, I, I checked out it. this book's sales rank on Amazon. It's number 50 in pornography books. <laughs> Between Big Milf's three and seven. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, it's number 141 in study of pornography and number 806 in popular culture. <laughs> Ben's really got his, his finger on the pulse here. Uh, and we've got a uh, a review by Nate T uh, on Amazon. 
good book. Maybe have the porn in the title smaller so I could read it in public. (laughs) Uh, He says, great book, but I got some really weird looks at the airport reading it. (laughs) Only after landing did I realize that the title is basically basically just porn in big red letters if you don't look closer. (laughs) It's that classic joke of reading Mein Kampf on the bus and then nodding no every now and again to let people know you disagree. Yeah, I don't agree with it. <laughs> and uh, 21 people found that review helpful. <laughs> uh, and the the last the last book here, folks. Uh, bullies. How the left's how the left's culture of fear and intimidation silences Americans. Michael Moore stole my lunch money. <laughs> Uh, In Bullies, Ben Shapiro uncovers the simple strategy used by liberals and their media stooges. Bully the living heck out of conservatives. Rachel Maddow gave me a wedgie. (laughs) What are you going to fucking cry about it, pussy? Uh, Shapiro shuffles the whole deck of cards. Race, class, sex. (laughs) Ben Shapiro has a race card up his sleeve. (laughs) I had a friend. He gave this to me. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, That the left uses to shut up average Americans on a daily basis. If you want to stop leftist bullying, you need to read Shapiro's Bullies. That's great. It's just a conservative book written like how to stop getting made fun of. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Basically what they all are. That's (laughs) fucking so cool. There is a block button. There's no shame in using the block button. Yeah. Uh, It finishes it up with, if you liked this list, you should also check out his favorite books. See Ben Shapiro's top five conservative books here. Oh baby. Yep. Do we do we want to just just quick a couple of these? Let's see. He's like uh, the Turner Diaries. Uh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the Fountainhead. <laughs> Let's see what else. Uh, the Federalist Papers. <laughs> um, economics in One Lesson <laughs> by Henry Hazlitt. Uh, the Quest for Cosmic Justice by Thomas Sowell. <laughs> <laughs> I'm looking at a quest for cosmic justice. Uh, the and right- I won't explain what that means. <laughs> <laughs> the Righteous Mind by Jonathan Haidt. I, I, I bet that Jonathan guy, Haidt? Yeah, I bet that guy is so hype about his last name. <laughs> He's like, yeah. <laughs> Meanwhile, the Legion of Hate. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, The Abolition of Man by C.S. Lewis. <laughs> and there's an ad for Is a 28 day Alice in Wonderland guy. <laughs> there's an ad for a 28 day fasting challenge <laughs> 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 for various body weights and ages. Yeah. And uh, you that's starve cons- yourself no matter what. <laughs> yeah. If you need conservative tummy tea, just go on Ben Shapiro's <laughs> r- website and keep pressing refresh. It'll appear. <laughs> I like that there is the conservative tummy tea is just starving yourself because tea is gay or something. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> They're just like, don't eat, bro. Yeah. <laughs> Well, sorry about the short episode this week, folks. It was a terrible week for news heads. Is it short? What time is it? Uh, we're just at an hour here. Oh, we're going to cut down, too. <laughs> uh, get prepared for another Danny DJ set at the end. <laughs> Thank you for listening to Boomer Death Squad. You can follow us on Twitter at Boomer Death Pod. We'll have a Discord linked in the bio. I've been Joe. I've been Daddy. I've been Matt. Bye-bye. See ya. Toodles. When I'm with you, baby, I
smile, she rise her hand.